loves, and welcome to Shots of Serenity, where you can find dope conversations and a peace of mind. This podcast is not meant to be a replacement for counseling or psychotherapy. I encourage each and every one of you to seek out a licensed helping professional as you see fit. This podcast was established as a safe space to continue the conversation of mental health and all of its manifestations. Now, let's get into it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Shots of Serenity podcast. I am your host, Jasmine St. John. I hope all is well. And of course, we like to start every podcast episode with asking, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Like, how's your mind feeling? What's your energy looking like? Are you feeling full or depleted spiritually in your soul? (laughs) How's it going? Like, how are you genuinely feeling? And really just offering that space to reflect. We invite you to do so, whether that be journaling, answering out loud if it feels safe to do so, maybe offering that question to someone else that's near you. So really just taking some time to really reflect. So we want to kind of discuss some updates. Like I discussed during our last episode, we are trying to establish an email list. So every once in a while on our social media, on Instagram, um, our stories specifically, I'll be dropping a flyer or a link that inquires about your email. So if you're not following us already, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at shots of serenity underscore. Also, we are going live every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We offer a free guided sound meditation. Y'all, for a while, Instagram was not notifying (laughs) my followers or the community when we were going live. And that was stressing me out, (laughs) y'all. So I think we finally got that together. One day, randomly after a Tuesday, I just tried going live like I was just laying down. And it actually notified me. So Hopefully that goes well this Tuesday and it can notify everyone and we can join some space together and ground down. The last update I have is if you guys can please, please leave us a review and or a rating that will really help us out as we are trying to expand and create community and be around like minded individuals and really just cultivate a safe space. So as you guys can tell by the title, we are talking about preventative care. So this is really going to be a mixture of a couple of story times. And this is interesting because at the time of me recording, which is Sunday, January 22nd, when this podcast will be launching, I actually wrote this episode out maybe about a week and a half ago. And the reason why I'm now recording today is because I had a family emergency that really surrounds the importance of preventative care. And in the midst of that, if you can't really tell from my voice, I somehow got sick again. (laughs) And if you guys have been listening, you would know that I literally just came from recovering from being sick from a flu or a cold maybe about a month ago. And I was just like, oh, this is not going to happen again. I am not slipping. And y'all... 
I got I caught I got caught slipping. So I think this is very funny and full circle, especially because the way life was going at the end of last week, I didn't think I was going to be able to record our episode. Uh, but I think it's so funny how what we're talking about today that has been my life. So I may add some of these recent experiences into this story time. But the first thing that I want to talk about is my dog, (laughs) my dog, Nike. So if you guys don't know, Jessica and I have two dogs. We have a three about to be four year old (laughs) Yorkie. His name is King and he really just acts like he's the king and just rules our lives. You know, them little dogs got big dog syndrome. Then we have our two almost three year old dog Nike and he is a Labrador and a boxer mix. So Nike is I wouldn't say the problem child because Nike really doesn't give us any problems. He is very territorial so he's the barker but he's been our financially problem child. Uh, If you know anything about dogs their skin is very sensitive and Nike has some really bad skin allergies. And also, if you've been, you know, listening for a while, you guys know 2022 was a lot for us, especially in the summer with moving, with getting into our careers, graduating, like it was just a lot. And Nike has been having these skin issues for a very long time that somehow nobody can figure out. (laughs) We just have to keep like giving him these shots and taking him to the doctor, like and basically putting a bandaid on it. And y'all know. I hate putting band-aids on things, but I'm no vet. I am not in the animal, you know, development or health realm. (laughs) So I just do what I'm told to do. Um, We've tried natural remedies. We've tried, you know, um, prescribed medication. We've tried different doctors and don't can't nobody get to the fix. So anyways, apparently this is a very common thing. So I say this to say because of the stress that we've experienced these last couple of months, we didn't have the finances to be intentional about Nike. We were able to, you know, provide them food, give them what we could. But he was just really struggling with his skin. Obviously, it wasn't critical to like his health being jeopardized, but he was very uncomfortable for a while. So we thought that we were saving money by not doing what we know that they were going to do this last year and a half by telling us there's no cure. He just has to keep coming back. But no, we were wrong. (laughs) We saved money over those last couple of months. But every single time we've been taking him to the doctor, the bill has been no less than like 150. And that's on a good day. Okay. The first time we went back to take him after we finally got settled in, y'all, and I'm not saying this for like being in my business, but more so just to paint the picture of the importance of this topic. (laughs) So we already pay insurance monthly, but y'all, when we finally went back and actually got him checked, the bill was like 460 something. Lord knows after that, we wanted to be like, all right, well, we'll wait again. But then he had to go back in three weeks. And then it was like two something. And then he's been going back and back. And it's just like, sir, you need a job. So I say that all to say, we thought by waiting and kind of just like waiting until his symptoms got excruciating or really, really bad, it was going to help us out. 
But what we're realizing is it's the preventative care. Of course, now we're also playing catch up, but we won't get caught slipping again. So, yes, we still have to go through this huge bill or bills until he gets back to where he needs to be. But we made a commitment like let's not slip again, even from like his showers. Like, let's make this make sense because this is this is not okay. (laughs) I literally feel like I'm taking money and I'm throwing it away way I mean it's different because it's it's my baby so it's like I'm not throwing it away because it's his health but it's like chow (laughs) so going through this experience made me realize what preventative care can look like in a wellness realm so I know I gave a little you know example with my dog but as a whole. So I'm going to provide a bunch of different examples and, you know, take what you need from it, leave what you don't. Like I said, this is going to be like a story time type of episode. So uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is energy and rituals from work. So in this transition, I realized that I was already feeling depleted from what was going on in my personal life. And then I was going to be of service and provide offerings to other people. And it was not until I was completely like drained and feeling very, you know, low of energy, unmotivated that I'll be like, okay, let's try to refill my cup. And I had to really realize that my daily rituals and routines from work is what saved my life honestly so that looks like you know kind of decompressing leaving work at work even if that means I'm working from home leaving it in this room or in you know my my home office that looks like constantly smudging that looks like I have little a a small bottle of Florida water with me that looks like being intentional about prayer and this is no judgment or anything towards my clients and it's really not just a work thing but it's going out into the world and I was realizing that like I'm taking on so much from this outside world as as well as giving so much that by the time I get home, I am literally mentally, physically, emotionally and energetically exhausted. And then I'll get into spaces where I didn't feel like doing other things in my life. Like it just felt like work, home, work, home. And it was just very survival mentality. And you guys know, again, if you're an OG listener, that's just not the life I want to create for myself. So it really got to a point where I would have to sleep in and be just so exhausted and not motivated to work out or work on myself or work towards my businesses because I'm just depleted from the day. And it was not until I realized like doing little things like taking off my clothes as soon as I got into the house or, you know, being intentional when I go into my day of work or having a morning routine or having a wind down routine. It it filled my cup so that way I wasn't pouring from something that I I didn't already have. So that was another form of preventative care for me that I realized instead of just waited until I couldn't take it anymore. Every day I was sowing the seed of making sure that I'm not depleted. Now, of course, things happen, um, but it wasn't at the magnitude where it took me out for a whole month <laughs> or or more than it used to. 
So I realized that it's really important for me to keep my cup clean, my, well, keep that thing clean too, (laughs) but keep it full. And again, this is with no judgment. So in no way am I saying or even opening the space for you to be perfect or to have this rigid um, day and not have any wiggle room or it feels like, you know, that episode on SpongeBob when you're just doing the same thing over and over. No, I'm saying, you know, find what feels good for you, what really feels refreshing, even if that even if that doesn't look like what's refreshing for your partner or for your friend or for family members, but really feels good for you and that's healthy. And try to find daily doses of that uh, because it makes the transition from rest to getting back to the bag a lot more easier. I found myself resting literally for a month at a time. And that's when I used to be on the mindset of, oh, I'll try again next month because I'm trying to recover from the last you know, week and it's taken me 30 days just to recover. And it really just felt that heavy for me. So those were the two examples that I had that, you know, were that weren't as heavy and personalized, but still trying to make it make sense. Uh, And then, like I said, I had two experiences literally within the last couple of days that also kind of like fed into this mindset. And of course, a lot of things that we talk about are here are like, duh, but sometimes we really don't realize like, yeah, duh, but are we embodying it? Like we intellectualize, we understand, but are we really implementing it in our life? Are we really laying the foundation for these concepts to really show its face in our life? Are we really laying the foundation to, you know, create that wellness that we're all looking for and not just knowing, but actually doing better? So another thing was me not feeling well, right? So like I said, last month, I had this experience with the cold or the flu. I don't even know what it was. I knew, thank God it wasn't COVID because, you know, they gave them little free COVID tests and my grandma was not playing with me and told me to get them. (laughs) So shout out to her. But I did the COVID test and it wasn't COVID, thank God. But I was exhausted, like literally had to cancel two, three days worth of clients. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get on it, you know, and I was taking my vitamins intentionally and then everything else started going on. I fell off of that. So again, it's not until now where I'm, you know, these last couple of days, I felt like crap. And literally yesterday I slept all day. <laughs> I was in the bed all day um, that I had to realize like, no, baby, you need to really take these these supplements and yes, I drink tea every day, but I need to also be intentional about immune boosting tea specifically getting back on juicing me and Jessica like maybe two years ago we went crazy juicing I mean every day we had well like every three four days we juice something for the for the following three four days and we were good we were really on it And honestly, I can really say I didn't get physically sick during that year. Um, I was mentally exhausted, (laughs) but I didn't get physically sick that year. And I done got sick twice already within the span of two, three months. Um, Of course, no judgment, but I know that with this preventative care, these things they, they don't have to happen. And if they do happen, they won't be as harsh as they um, would if I don't take any care of myself. 
And I'm also really not a medication person. So the fact that me and Dayquil and Nightquil have been like buddies <laughs> these last couple of days just goes to tell you like I needed it. So yes, just really being intentional about that. We have so much, um, what's it called? Emergency. There's really no reason for me not to take that. And again, because I really have a mixture of clients within the office, telehealth, I'm going into home. So I'm really interacting with a lot of people throughout my day and then Jessica goes to work so you know whoever she's interacting with throughout her day and obviously we're not consciously walking around and this is for everyone we're not consciously walking around like oh what bad energy can I get in contact with today or what kind of bacteria and germs can I encounter today but and we're also not being preventative and say you know what how can I release this and any energy that I did encounter that does not serve me? How can I cleanse my bag, my clothes, my hair, uh, my hands, my car, because I don't want to, you know, take on any bacteria that I have encountered today. So y'all, I must have forgot about COVID. Okay, I barely was wearing masks. I'm not even gonna cap. Um, so really getting back, getting my life back together because I'm not trying to play with my life. I'm not trying to play with my life at all. I'm also not trying to play with other people's life. Now, I'm not saying that I wasn't being clean. Like I was doing the basics. I was washing my hands, you know, again, taking off my clothes, um, sanitizing, sanitizing, you know, any toys or any things that I'm using. But I need to take it a step further. I needed to COVID-19 it okay yep <laughs> that's what I needed to do so you know this time I'm really not playing with myself even after this and I still feel like I'm pretty congested <laughs> but after this I need to be taking emergency every other day and of course I don't want to OD it I don't want to overdo it so obviously when I get back to my primary care I'll let them know making sure that there's nothing wrong because you know you can overdo supplements as well but I got to make it make sense for me <laughs> it just it wasn't making sense for me so the third thing, is, well, the fourth thing is, like I said, I had a family emergency and I'm sure he won't be feeling any type of way for me to share and I won't go too deep into it. But also my brother was in the hospital and I had to quickly leave. And obviously it was a personal decision to support him, but I left in the middle of the week from like a Wednesday and I was honestly supposed to stay until Sunday but by the grace of God he got out the hospital um you know he stayed from like Tuesday until Friday Friday evening so I came back home Friday evening but even in his situation honestly preventative care would not have placed him in this situation and of course it's not our jobs to force anything or act like we're God and we can just um, make things not happen. Um, But it is important for us to do our part as well. So I say that to say I didn't give a a health example. I didn't give a dog example. I didn't give an energy example. I gave two health examples, one on a grand scale because he was in ICU um, and then one on a scale of flu and just bacteria and colds. Again, with my doggy could have saved us a whole lot of money. And then honestly, with my energy, I felt like that was also adding to why I was feeling so like 
drained and mentally exhausted and honestly like feeling very sad so what is preventative care right we gave all these stories we had a little you know kiki but what is preventative care as you can tell by now it's things that anyone can do to prevent or lessen the risk of something so in our examples maybe the risk of a flu maybe the risk of financial burdens, maybe the risk of scaring, alarming health concerns. And this could be anything, maybe the risk of a disagreement with your partner or anyone you're in a relationship with, whether that be family, friendship, Um, maybe a risk of your week not going the way it needs to because you're preparing for your week, maybe a risk of not adhering to your your meal plan because you're meal prepping you went grocery shopping for the day so on whatever scale it is it's it's could be preventative so some more examples are like life insurance you know we can i'm sure we've heard of many stories where people who have a lot of money they don't have life insurance or they don't, you know, complete a will or do a will and the family is left with the burden. Obviously, no judgment, right? Nobody just wakes up and thinking, oh, you know, I'm 10 years old. Let's prepare a will. But the way life works these days, life is so short. You really never know. Um, even saving y'all, if it wasn't for our savings, these la the transition from summer to fall, I really don't know how we would have made it. And God, shout out to God, um, doctor's appointments. So they always say, goodness forbid something is wrong. Getting that, knowing as early as you can, catching things early is so important. So going to your doctor's appointments, that way, if anything is ever found, your pro- your prognosis is so much better than it would be if you waited till last minute when you've done fell out already. Planning days, oh, I hate it. Y'all know and hate is such a strong word. It's a journey for me in social media and content, especially because I'm not really a person that just puts all my business out there. And it feels like recording my life is an extra task, (laughs) but I had to foster my own relationship with it. And I think I'm at a pretty good, healthy space, but planning day. So now that I got to this space, I know that, okay, let's plan it out. And I really used to regret it, (laughs) regret business meetings me and Jessica used to have, because I'm like, oh my God, that means we got to do something. But no, because then if we don't have the business meeting and we don't get these tasks completed, then I'm upset or we're losing money or you know we're not working towards the goals so really being intentional is so important when you're following through with the actions another example which I think this is very tried and true to me I didn't said it so many times but being on an energy budget even when we're talking about going out and socializing with other people or exchanging energy with family members like being on an energy budget. Like I said, I was supposed to be, you know, out of town the entire weekend. And then thankfully my brother got discharged and I realized, you know what, I'm already not feeling well. Let me take these extra days that I didn't think I was going to have to reset, to engage in self-care, to relax and really prepare for the week so that I'm not going into the week all crazy, especially because I know these next couple of weekends, I'm also going to be out of town. Cleaning, Ugh, cleaning. I don't know. I think this is just very near and dear because I've really just been someone who really just doesn't like 
dirt and filth since I was younger. But really cleaning things up as you go saves that Sunday cleanup hours. Okay, if we are taking time throughout the day and maybe sweeping for five, 10 minutes, doing whatever you need to do, we're not sitting here and cleaning for the entire day. So let's be preventative and proactive about that. Another thing that came to my mind, and this may not be accessible for everyone, but something that is preventative or proactive is having Florida prepaid or some type of, again, like plan or fund to whatever it is that you're working towards. Maybe that even looks like even in the school realm, being preventative and being intentional about stocking up on what you need, doing your research, doing those exams that you need before, not waiting last minute. And I'm saying this because this used to be me. (laughs) This so used to be me when it was my time to transition to college. I definitely did not know what college I was going to until like the month before. Because I already knew that I was moving out of town, I was okay with going to community college for the first two years just so I can um, procrastinate truly because I knew that I could transfer in two years. Even though I was more than capable of getting into a school, you know, right off of high school. I mean, no judgment. I'm thankful everything worked out the way that it did. But still, being proactive and being preventative can really save, can really save your life. All right. so. We gave some examples on different realms within anyone's life to be preventative. And of course, like I said, this is more so a kind of, you know, story time. And I say this within every episode, even though we know this is the type of podcast this is. It's more so an awareness episode. So I gave several different examples from several different like areas of life because this this mindset, this awareness could be used in various aspects of life. So I know we talked about what being preventative is and what areas one can be preventative, but let's talk about what it is not. So number one, it's not a magic fix. Shit happens, right? So I could have taken my supplements. I could have been intentional and I may have still gotten sick. And that's okay because I don't know everything. Everything's not going to work out perfectly. Now, were my chances and my odds lessen? Definitely. And it's also okay that, goodness forbid, that I would have done all these things and I got sick again. That doesn't mean like, all right, if this is going to happen anyways, no need to be preventative. Like, no, like the magnitude can definitely be a lot less for anyone by being more intentional and preventable and preventive. The second one that is near and dear to me, this is not a reason to not be mindful, right? So although we're being um, proactive and we're being preventative, that does not mean to forget about the right here, right now. So in being preventative, yes, we are preparing for the future, but also be in the moment. So notice what you're feeling in the moment. That does not mean that this is in no way, shape or form neglecting being mindful and being present. You know, so don't take this and stress and be very anxious about the future that you forget about the right here, right now. And no way am I saying plan your whole next 10 years to the T that is taking you 10 years to plan it and you don't lost the 10 years because you weren't in the moment. 
Um, and nowhere am I saying, all right, let's just do all these things for the dog and waste all this extra money up front if you don't need to, right? Like we, if we don't need to go get all these extra scans because our doctor already told us all as well. And we're just so focused on what can happen next that we're forgetting about the right now. That's not where we're trying to go with this. Remember, life is really about balance. Two things can be true. It is okay to be preventative and it is so important to be in the moment. So please don't allow this to be you know, an excuse to not be mindful. And another thing is it is also not a reason to be anxious. So no need to stress about, okay, oh my gosh, I got to worry about my health. So what's going to happen? Am I going to get sick? If I get sick, what's going to happen? And those thoughts are normal. Okay. Those thoughts, they're, they're valid to happen, but reassure yourself because I'm being intentional. Sickness is not in my path because I'm being intentional. I don't need to worry about this. Now, if the time comes, also lessen that anxiety. Tell yourself, affirm yourself. This is not going to take me out. I need this moment to rest. I need this moment to be here and that is okay. Okay, so I don't want this episode to invoke any anxious feelings or any or to forget about the importance of mindfulness. So the last thing I want to leave you guys with are what are some things that are within your control that you can work on? So again, we don't want to invoke any type of anxious feelings. So health wise, mentally, physically, routines, rituals, like don't wait until shit hits the fan. What are some things that are within your control that we can be intentional about? Again, not be overly anxious about, but be intentional about, be preventative and proactive about. And what are some things that are outside of our control that we're going to let faith do its thing? We're going to release that worry. We're going to release those anxious feelings. We're going to release those those ruminating thoughts. And I really think it's important for us to identify these things. There are things that are within our control that we can only do so much for. And there are things that are truly outside of our control. And really, that's the basis of anxiety to sit and to worry excessively about things that are outside of our control is is only fostering stress. It's only fostering, honestly, being unhealthy and this is no judgment. It's understood. This is coming from someone who who personally understands and who also works with individuals who have difficulty with this. And also, I don't know if I've said it before, if anyone has experienced anxiety, the definition of anxiety is excessive fear, excessive worry about the unknown. And it's it's excessive. It's not it's not permanent. It's, it doesn't say permanent fear. It doesn't say permanent worry. Right. These are things that can be decreased. These are things that we can get under control. So I don't want to invoke any anxious feelings. I just want to provide the balance, letting you guys know that it is important to be preventative, but also letting you guys know that it's also important to, you know, work within the realms that are within our control. Right. Do what do what we can leave what we can't. 
So I hope this episode resonated with you. If it did, please do us a favor and leave us a review, uh, a rating. It will really help us out. Again, sorry for my voice. I know I'm not feeling the best, but I'm grateful that I was even able to get this episode up and recorded. Um, I didn't think we were going to get an episode this week, so I'm very thankful that I listened to my body, got some rest, and was able to make it make sense. So I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I hope that this new week is nothing but prosperous, loving, and fulfilling to you. And I hope you guys are safe. Peace and blessings to you and your family. Love you guys. Big love. Big everything. (laughs) Have a blessed day. Namaste. Alrighty, love. So this quote, I feel like our last couple of quotes have not had a person but shout out to you for providing us with some insight so this quote says an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure we're just gonna leave that right there i hope you guys have a beautiful week thank you my loves for taking the time out to listen and join the conversation i really hope you all enjoyed it Please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. If you've done so already and you like the vibes, be sure to write a review wherever you're listening to Shots of Serenity. It truly helps. Also, feel free to email or DM us with any recommendations, questions, comments, or concerns. Our email is shotsofserenity at gmail.com. Our Instagram is shots of serenity underscore, and those are all spelled the exact same way it is spelled on our podcast. I'll see you guys next episode. Thanks again for listening. Peace and blessings to you all and your families. And I hope you all have an amazing week. Bye bye.